Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. It's not another Buffalo podcast with John. Listen, the Patriots, the, the, the rookie wall, there's no such thing as a rookie wall with this kid. He's got a rag arm. He couldn't throw in that windstorm. The other guy threw the ball all over the park. Brando. The kid playing quarterback ain't our future. The future of the NFL is over in Buffalo. That guy, six foot four, 230, runs right by you. Throws it 90 yards. And Pat. And the other thing I want to say is, Belichick hasn't won but just without Tom Brady. Come on, it's over. AFC goes through Buffalo for 20 years, not us. It's over. Dude, uh, I'm ready right now. Start the game. Right this second. <laughs> Kick off. Approximately 9.03 p.m. Well, by the time this comes out, we'll be basically 24 hours away. A little bit, A little bit more than that, but that's not bad. No, as long as we don't freeze to death before kickoff. Yeah. We, we got to be able to get in the stadium. Yeah. Well, this is not another Buffalo podcast. I'm John. I'm here with Pat and Brando. You can find us on Twitter at not buff podcast. I'm getting slightly better at that. We're Buffalo rumblings podcast. I always forget to throw that in. That's, that's <laughs> the most important part. Honestly, That is, yeah. that is, but, uh, Pat, good news for you, right? Coming to the game now. I will be there. Um, where are you sitting? Like one twelve, maybe like lower nice. goal. But I'm um, going to try to learn from Mr. H. Um, he's a bundling layers expert. I was almost so cold. I was crying at the Halloween game. So I'm hoping to um, be better prepared. Dude, I'm telling you, when you think you have enough, go more. Like put two more on. When you think you have enough, put two more on. <laughs> especially, especially on Saturday, bro. Like, like extra socks, extra pants. If you have snow pants, rock the snow pants, I would even say. That's uh, what I'm thinking. Just going to rock. But I'm going to look like, uh, you ever watch a Christmas story? Yes. Rolfie's brother when he's got too many jackets on. Yes. That's going to be me out there. But That's going to be everybody out there. We're all going to be little roly-polyolies in our stuff, man. Is it, is it gonna... safe even to have handicapped people use chairs in that temperature? Well, well, it's really funny that you say that because I heard on WGR this morning, they were talking about like life-threatening cold, which is what this game could be. Like zero degrees, life-threatening cold. And they didn't even just say like, go to the game and, and be okay. They're like to survive this, to, to survive this cold with your life, you need to do this. So it's like, it's a little bit intense right now, but just be prepared, man. Like I got hand warmers. I'll, oh, I'll have to float to a couple hand warmers. Yeah, man. I just, yeah. uh, God bless Brandon. Gloves, right. mittens, That's neck warmer, scarf. I gank, I gank some of these from work. Good. Um, but good. those are some big gloves. Pat's got big hands. Can't go. Like Brando said, go big or go home. Brandon, I got a question for you. So I've never sat in the seats that have the heaters above them. Like I yeah. see them on the broadcast. How, how much do those do? Do those not really do very much? Well, if you're rich, they might do, do well for you. But those seats, 
are generally the highest price seats in the stadium. Um, right, right. Have you have you been in that section before? Yes. Like I just I I mean, obviously nice. you're, you're paying a pretty penny for it, but <laughs> yes, like is it nice. that much more? Gonna, they they will nice. help. They do help. Absolutely. What do you what do you think the ambient air temperature is there? Like 15 degrees on this kind of day? Do you think it raises it that much? I think it it's enough that you'll feel it. Wait, can you guys go over what the actual forecast is? Because I I don't even yeah, know I what it hear. is, man. I, oh, Pat, you probably should look this up. All right, Saturday. <laughs> weather forecast for Orchard Park, New York. Are you ready for this, Pat? Oh, God. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um. All right. Well, when we look at the 10-day from weather.com, we are looking at a high of 11 degrees Partly cloudy, northeast wind, 10 miles an hour, sunset at approximately 5.06 p.m. Once we get into the evening, we're looking at about one degree high, southeast, south wind at six miles an hour, wind chills down between zero and negative five. It's a waxing gibbous for those that were wondering. I did yeah. see somebody tweet out Not stats. that waning gibbous. I did see somebody tweet out stats about Josh during a waxing gibbous and they, they were promising. So uh, we like to see that. So if you're looking at sub zero temperatures for the majority of the game, this eight o'clock kickoff is going to be, um, it's going to be chilly. Would you, so, uh, I mean, would you wear up. a ski mask, man? Do you think, or do you think? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Dude. I mean, I have to wear my mask regularly for work. So that's like, helpful in the situation because it just keeps the cold off your face. But I had a, even in the last game and it was like 20 degrees, I had a scarf and my mask and I was cold. So I think uh, boots are going to be important. If you got any like wool socks or multiple layered socks and just layers, bro, layers on layers. But the key is not to put too many socks on that your shoes are too tight. Because once that yeah. starts cutting off the circulation, it just it defeats the purpose. You don't want to feel well, like. hey, man, I wouldn't even feel my feet getting cold, though. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I felt my feet. But. You'd, you'd, I try to think. you feel it when they're cutting one of your toes off that got frostbitten. <laughs> yeah. Because you've been in some, you've worked some crazy games, man. That's why I just, yeah. that's why I ask. What do you, uh, what do you, what's the coldest event that you've ever been outside for? Bro, we, I remember one time I was doing construction circa, Winter 20, would have been winter 2015 slash 2016, like that freshman year of college. And dude, I remember it being like nine and 10 and like it just being so cold. And then when it hit five degrees, they were like cement will not dry under <laughs> five degrees. And I remember just being like so happy because like getting out and just like, just, I mean, also back then I wasn't really prepared. I didn't really care. I was just like waking up kind of reckless. But um, <laughs> you're you like, I might actually die out here. Dude, like literally, stop. dude. I, I mean, the coldest I ever have been, honestly, was probably that five degree day. Yeah. So, um, and that's like the that's the high post twelve p.m. Right. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't Jeez. know the coldest that I've been outside, but like the coldest event that I can remember was that Browns game that we all went to. But that wasn't oh, that yeah. cold. I dude, mean, was, that was so cold though, and I I didn't realize that was gonna be that. Was cold. it, dude? I think we were in sweatshirts though. I was in a freaking t-shirt because oh, well, that, that was, was your fault. Club. I mean, it was yeah. it was below thirty for that game, but I don't think it was below twenty. And the dude, sun was out. It was no, it was like seven degrees that day with the wind chill. I, I remember. Just, I remember drinking a Molson in the parking lot at like nine a.m. for that game and thinking, okay, this is cold. But yeah. 
Yeah, I my my favorite memory of this is because that was the game that I uh, I had tickets in the club that I won uh, from from work. So me and my guest sat inside, and I just vividly remember being like hot, like sweaty because I had all the layers on, and I walk out, and I vividly remember Holly's face. <laughs> she was like, she didn't say nothing. <laughs> she was like, I'm I'm cold. <laughs> She's just like a little ice brick. <laughs> it was really funny. Oh, dude. You know what? Speaking of Holly, I think probably that New Year's Eve ball drop. God, when they broke the streak. Like, I didn't handle that very well either. That was oh, one God. degree also. We have a photo oh, where we're all frozen together. I did. I did not handle that well. That was cold. But the winter classic between Detroit and Toronto, I believe that was the coldest thing I had ever been to. And the night before that was the AHL version of it. And that was approximately like three degrees. And that was at Comerica Park in Detroit. When my dad and I went and I did not. I wore those little knitted mittens. Remember, they used to sell those at school for fundraisers for like five bucks. But they have literally you could see your hands through the knit. And uh, I wore those. And I remember sitting down before puck drop seeing the two degrees and I was so cold and we have three hours to go. I'm just like, this is going to be something. Gosh, you're um, lucky you still have all your fingers after wearing one of those mittens to, to an event yeah, like that. Not quality, not, not high quality. So, yeah. um, so every, everybody dress warm, bring two extra layers, look like that person at the airport who, you know, had too many bags and couldn't check one and had to ditch the bag and wear their clothes. So <laughs> yeah, that, that's what you're going for. That's exactly what you're going for, and you'll be all right. So we got a we got a special pick week this week, um, all wild card rounds, and we still got six games to pick. So it actually worked out pretty good. Obviously, they'll start decreasing uh, from here on out. Um, but last week, uh, week 18, we had a pretty good scoreboard um, for me. I'm mean, not for you guys. Um, <laughs> for, the, for the first time ever, I think this is the first time that I've had a decent week, and because usually Brandon's the one with a decent week, Pat and I might struggle a little bit. And then when Pat has a monster week, Brandon and I both struggle. So um, anyway, Pat, you went one and five. Uh, Brando, you went one and oh, five. And no I went way. five and one. Nice. So, well, a couple of, couple of dude did not covers again. Um, that that kind of saved me. So anyway, uh, Pat, you got the Buffalo game right with them covering. Uh, Brandon picked them to not cover and paid dearly. Cleveland didn't cover the spread against Cincinnati. Um, so I got that one. Uh, Pittsburgh won miraculously. I don't even know why I, yeah, I picked that, but, um, is that the New one e- you got wrong? No, no, I got that one. I missed uh, New England. Okay. I picked New England to win over Miami. So Brando, uh, you got that one, right? That was your one. Win. That was my only one. Yeah. And, uh, then the crazy game, uh, Las Vegas won. I picked them because I thought the game was going to tie and took the points. And, oh my God, that game was crazy. But Kansas city didn't cover the 11 and a half point spread against Denver. They won by four. And uh, if Melvin, Melvin Gordon doesn't fumble, the Bills are likely the two seed. Um, yeah, Kansas City might outright lose that game. Right. Um, so anyway, uh, overall, Pat, you fell to 49 and 53. Uh, I'm up to second again, 50 and 52. And Brandon is 59 and 37. So Brandon, for the first time in a long time, is not within reach, but within eyesight. Like we can see Brandon on the horizon. I'm nine, nine wins back. I'm slowing down, guys. <laughs> I'm out of gas. <laughs> We're running out of fuel here. <laughs> as as soon as we started picking with the spreads, our records got 
uh, very much worse. I feel so. like for me, at least that might went the opposite. I don't know. I mean, relative to us, you got a lot better. But yeah, no, first when we did this without spreads, we were going like five and one, four and two every week. <laughs> that was the point of just to like get these games right. Just yeah. to not and we were still picking the, the ones with the closest spreads, but wow, the spreads are interesting. It adds another element to it. All right. Well, we're going to pick this week's games in chronological order. So the Bills game will be up second instead of first like usual. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. For the guys to pick their picks in the pick six pickums. All right, first up on the docket, this is Saturday at 4 30 p.m. Eastern. This game's on NBC. Uh, we've got Vegas heading into Cincinnati. Vegas, of course, got in off of that wild game over the Chargers last week. Cincinnati is five and a half point favorites in this one, which to me seems fair, but Brennan, what do you think? Who you got? I think it's fair. Joe Burrow should light them all up. There's a lot of interesting things about this game. Vegas has a good offense, right? So it could be a higher scoring game. But give me Joe. Give me Jamar. Give me double Joes, I guess. Joe Mixon. Oh, Joe Mixon. Yeah. yeah. G- give me Joe times two to cover. They're too explosive to lose to this team, I think. The, as much as we like this Raiders story is pretty good with their interim coach and Derek Carr's slinging it all around the yard this year. So not going to be enough, though. They have some flaws. Give me Cincy. Pat, what about you? Well, I mean, the only thing really that does scare me is that two of the past three games, um, Josh Jacobs rushed for over 125 yards, and he hadn't had a single 100 rushing yard performance up until that point. So, you know, um, it would have been, I guess the day after Christmas through now, you know, he's had two weeks, um, you know, two of those three weeks, very decent performances. And like, I mean, that helps out everyone on the team, but give me LSU Joe. Um, you know, I, th- I think that, you know, I, I, I also think, um, LSU Jamar Chase and, um, Tyler Boyd dude really helped us out. If you guys remember the Jacksonville game, but nah, give me the Bengals. I'm with you guys, honestly. I think that if this game was close down the stretch, you know, maybe give give me Vegas in overtime because they seem to pull out those crazy games. But I, I think that Cincinnati's going to pull away in this one. And uh, by the way, Pat, how how rude of Josh Jacobs to start lighting it up after your fantasy season was dude, already after there. my fantasy. <laughs> season, I forgot dude. about that. Yeah, I forgot about that. I was so I was so excited when I thought of Tyler Boyd because of the Andy Dalton Tyler Boyd get us into the playoffs type deal that I forgot about Josh Jacobs laying an egg, but yeah. How about Darren, Darren Waller for me deciding to be out for the most critical weeks of the season. Uh, he was out for like five weeks there for a second. Anyway, next up, we got the game of games, obviously the one that we'll all be watching, uh, Saturday, eight 15 Eastern on CBS. We mentioned this before, but commentators for this game, we're going to get Charles Davis and Ian Eagle, not, uh, Tony and Romo, Romo and Nance. Sorry. Nance. Tony and Romo. <laughs> Tony oh. and Romo. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. So as it stands now, um, I got Buffalo's four-point favorites. Uh, so Brando, is this is this an easy pick? Uh, yeah, lock it in. Obviously, give me the Bills, baby. This is not even a question. There's a lot of interesting things about this game, but a couple that I read. Bill Belichick is 3-7 and seven as a head coach in the postseason versus teams that beat him that season. And right now he's on a five-game losing streak with that. Um, the other thing, the Bills are 2-0 and at home in playoff games under head coach Sean McDermott. 
And finally, this is my favorite one. Rookie quarterbacks are two and eight as starters in the postseason since 2010. Both rookie wins came against other rookie starting quarterbacks. So um, we've said it all game. They might be a, a talented team. I don't care. Bill Belichick is a great, great coach, but they have a rookie quarterback that's that caps them. This is their ceiling. They did it. They made the playoffs. That's their ceiling. That's it. One and done. They're not going to win. Mac Jones going to lay an egg. Just look at this dude. Look at this dude's picture. We're going to destroy him. I thought you were going to pull up the DUI picture. Ah, dude, no, I did too, honestly. I but I didn't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, what about you? You got the bills? Yeah, I do. You know, I mean, Dondre Stevenson and Damian Harris, they scare me, but, you know, the ghost of Jacoby Meyer and Nelson Aguilar, you know, pushing a walker out there doesn't really scare me. But I think as long as we get out early, we cover the spread. I don't get frostbite. Um, Brandon doesn't slip and fall down the stairs because it's whatever, one degree outside. And um, we all go home happy. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: if Brennan falls, no one, no one can wheel him out. He's the wheeler. So, <laughs> my coworkers <laughs> got my back. Don't worry. But it's always that uh, that little ramp down the down to the section. I'm always like, who who wants to go for a ride? All right. Like, but no, that's very <laughs> it's very much frowned upon at my job to uh, let go of anybody in a wheelchair. So, <laughs> <laughs> can't imagine why. Oh, dude, I got Buffalo in this one all day. Um, easy. Easiest, maybe easiest pick of the year, possibly. Four points. It is. It maybe. really is. Yeah. I mean, there is always the possibility that this is some kind of weird game that comes down to the wire, but I have no doubt that that Buffalo comes out on top. So by, g- g- give me a touchdown for the spread. I- I'd still take it. Exactly. This is the same spread from the first time that they came to Orchard Park. And uh, same over under. I think the Bills were at 43 and a half and they're at 44. We'll talk a little bit more about this later with Brando's bets. But I feel like that is a little disrespect to the Bills in that line and that score. So probably, I mean, they keep they keep spreads as low as they can for playoff games, I'm assuming, because, you know, anything can happen. And it, and it is a divisional playoff game as well. Um, but yeah, give me four points all day. Sweet. Uh, next up on Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern, we've got Philly heading into Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay is eight and a half point favorites. Um, Tampa Bay getting another waltz in the park for their first playoff round. I mean, not necessarily, but looking at last year with the Washington football team, that was their first matchup of the playoffs last year. Uh, that was so a game for about three quarters. It was. It was. So, Brandon, give me your pick. I don't think Tom Brady is going to have another notable loss to the Eagles in the playoffs because he got one already. They lost in the Super Bowl, obviously. Not due to Brady at all. That was more of heroics from another team. But I don't think this Eagles team has enough heroics left to do anything about this. Brady's going to come in. He's going to light it up. Give me the GOAT. Minus eight and a half. Tampa Bay for Brandon. Pat, what about you? I'll tell you what, crew. When these teams met... Earlier in the season, you know, way back on October 14th, the world was a much different place. Um, it was only a six-point game. So, I mean, although I think that, you know, it was pretty safe, pretty safe assumption that the Bucks are going to win this game, I think that they don't exactly win by eight, nine, well, I guess nine points, but Bucks to win, not to cover. Yeah. And I mean, Jalen Hurts, dude, he's the leading rusher for quarterbacks this season. And I What's think his numbers? Ten- Do you know how many rushing yeah. yards he's got? Yeah. So he's got... Um, 784 yards and 10 Ooh, touchdowns. That's like... And 5.6 yards per carry. Pat, I, I got to go with you on this one. Um, I think that if 
if this is anything like Tampa Bay last year, they might be looking, I, I don't want to say it's a trap game, but I think it's a playoff game. They keep it close. They don't blow the doors off of them. So give me eight and a half points. That's I'm, I think it's still easily win this game by a touchdown, but yeah, give me, give me a close game and, and Philadelphia to uh, be disappointed. But honestly, they kind of over delivered on expectations this season. So I'm, I'm they're sure they're delivered. Over delivered. <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, this is Sunday at 4 30 PM on CBS. Uh, this is the game that got Romo and Nance. San Francisco heading into Dallas. Dallas is three point favorites, which is interesting because it's in Dallas and those three points are for home field advantage. So, Brandon, who you got? This is weird because they're giving the Niners some respect to be only three point underdogs here as an away team. Uh, Debo Samuel, the trade that would have been in my, our fantasy league, it, he was offered to me and I was like, who's this guy? I'm not <laughs> taking him. And then he has the best season of his career. Uh, that's not going to be enough. Handsome man, Jimmy G. <laughs> is uh i still this is you know, the caprio bowl i didn't even realize this this is pat's yeah. like two favorite quarterback faces here it is dude. I, I was gonna say i would i would choose dak over jimmy in attractiveness and playing ability um not that i should be the one judging either of those two abilities or attributes <laughs> but uh i'll take the cowboys i think their offense is going to be running enough points, whether it's with Zeke or uh, Cooper or whoever they can throw the ball to. So give me the Cowboys. Yeah. Pat, what about you? Well, I know that the 49ers have strung a couple games together here and gotten in the playoffs and George Kittle even had a little bit of a fun audio clip. Um, But at the end of the day, I know my dad watches the show and I got to make sure that, you know, I respect you, dad. um, You know, Respect the Cowboys covering the spread and winning. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Dak Dallas, Prescott, well, league MVP. Yeah. We're going to be, we're <laughs> going to be Dallas across the board on this one. Um, three, if this spread was a lot bigger, maybe, but g- give me Dallas to cover three points easy. I think that this, this might be, this might be the biggest, uh, point differential of the weekend besides the Bills game. Um, really? You I think, think, I think, I think so. I mean, Pittsburgh and Kansas City is an obvious pick for that, but I think Dallas wins by a handful. They've got one of the best offenses in the league, so San Francisco, unfortunately, at this point doesn't. Speaking of bad offenses, next up, we've got Pittsburgh heading into Kansas City. Pittsburgh, the miracle playoff team. Um, and did you guys hear the the comment that Ben Roethlisberger made? He's like, yeah, we don't have a chance. Like, not a chance. We're just going to go and try to have some fun. No way. Hey, that's on some Jedi mind trick stuff right there, man. Obviously. That's like when you tell your that's like when you tell your girlfriend, it's all right, you know, when you when you go on vacation, if you see anyone else there and they look very attractive, you know, do what you gotta do, because then they're gonna be thinking about you the entire vacation. Come on, Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger. I know what you're doing, dog. But <laughs> Wow, you know. that's so funny. Oh my god, here's this whole whole quote. Do you want this whole quote? Yeah. Yeah. We're probably twenty point underdogs and we're going to the number one team. I know they're not the number one seed, but they've won the AFC the last two years. Arguably the best team in football. We don't have a chance. So let's just go in there and have some fun. Damn. What a way oh to Oh my God, up. dude. If Josh were to say that, I would riot. Well, I mean, at least he's honest. He sounds like us talking about the game because yeah. that's that's no. how we feel. <laughs> Bill Belichick, off, he often kisses a lot of ass before he lays a beat down though. So who knows? I don't think Ben Roethlisberger is laying any more beat downs. You know, 
at least on a football field. Yeah, but unless their defense, unless their defense has some kind of performance. So do we? Do we all think that Kansas City is going to clear that twelve and a half point spread? No. no, no, you don't, Pat. All right, well, give, me, give me some reasons on that. Well, I'll tell you what. Back in the Rex Ryan days, back on the doy, if you remember, um, Jets went into Foxborough and lost like forty-two to six, and then later on that year beat them in the playoffs. So I think that. In all reality, that regular season matchup doesn't really mean anything. And also, let's take a minute to acknowledge the greatness of Najee Harris here. I mean, this man was a 1,200-yard rusher, seven TDs through the air, or I mean, seven TDs on the ground, and then 467 receiving yards with three TDs through the air as a rookie, man. And I'll tell you what, too. TJ Watt should have broken the all-time sack record, but Michael Strahan called down and said that, um, you know, it's not a sack, it's a tackle for loss. So it took him, you know, a couple extra minutes. But I think that, you know, as poorly, I mean, it would have to go a certain way, obviously, for the Steelers to win. Like, it would have to be a miracle. But I think that they keep it within within 10 points, man. I mean, come on. All right. Two-time Super Bowl champ, Ben Roethlisberger, dog. <laughs> the ghost of. The ghost. But Brandon, what, what about you? Yeah, I read this stat. I got the Chiefs to cover. I, I understand where you're coming from, Pat, because Najee Harris has had a, a very good season, quietly, right? Um, and then there's another stat that was really interesting. I don't know what they have nine wins, right, TJ, or uh, the Steelers? Yeah, nine, seven, and one, I believe. I believe they're like six and two when TJ Watt records like a sack or something. Either way, the, 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 the significance that TJ Watt has played this year should not be understated by having him on your team. It automatically puts you in contention, right? He's a game wrecker. So 22 and a half sacks on the season. Mahomes will get his, but TJ Watt might have something to say about it, but they just don't have the horses to keep up. So give me the chiefs. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I think Kansas city wins by at least two touchdowns and maybe even pulls their starters at some point. Um, which is weird to say for a playoff game, but I think, you know, Pittsburgh, if they were matching up with someone else who had like, maybe if they were playing the Colts or something like that, then that, that kind of game stays close. But, you know, Chiefs are even, even the Chiefs that lost to the Bengals in, in week 18, or I'm sorry, week 17 still put up a ton of points. And I just think Pittsburgh can't do that. All I want to know is how did they fare against the Buffalo Bills dog? So, <laughs> they did beat us. In a <laughs> barn burner game, was it ten to twelve or some shit like that? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Well, Pat, you might be you might be rubbing it in our faces next week, so we'll uh, remains to be seen. We'll see. But last on the docket, uh, this is a Monday night game. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I'm probably going to watch the Manning cast for this one. Arizona is going into L.A. to play the Rams division matchup. Uh, the Rams are four point favorites in this one. Uh, Brandon, what do you think about this matchup? This is a weird matchup because Hopkins is out. So that's a huge loss. And I believe a, a lot of the, the real money's coming in on Los Angeles right now. So I'm tempted to just go against the grain and take Kyler Murray because I think he's at the stage of his career where he could go get a game. The the coaching staff, Cliff, could be like, listen, Kyler, we need you to we need you to carry us here. And he he could do that, but obviously I'm not gonna pick against Matt Stafford, my boy, in his first playoff game. So give me the Rams. Pat, who you got in this one? Well, I mean, as much of a feat as it is to take the Detroit Lions to the playoffs twice in the same decade, which probably will never be done again. Um, I don't know. He's been playing a little bit strangely, um, you know, and uh, it's hard to say because Josh Allen could throw four picks and this Bills team could still win. And I mean, I think the Rams are in a similar situation. Um, but did they split this series on, on the year? Can you guys check? I want to say it was split. I thought they did. 
because Arizona won the first matchup. I don't know. I, I, as much as I've doubted this man this year, give me Kyler Murray. So give me the Cardinals to win and cover. I'm, I'm with you, Brando. I'm going to take the Rams in this one. I think that Pat, I think you're right about uh, Stafford being able to throw two or three picks and then still win. Unless Arizona just has a, has a great offensive day. You know, they could still do that. You know, James Conner is definitely really coming into his own this year as, as a red zone threat. So, but I, I, I'm, I'm still going to take the, the Rams on there, even minus four. But sweet, that's a uh, that's wild card weekend. I'm excited to watch these games. I really, really hope. I mean, obviously, we all hope, all hope that the Bills win. But um, if the Bills lose, I'm not watching any of these games. Like, I won't be able to watch football for like a week for for a hot minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll be a while. Yeah, it's, dude, it'll be like six months of hell if I have to listen to. No, it's not gonna happen. I I'm not even gonna think about the possibility yeah, that Mac Jones is gonna it. come in here and be this. Yeah, just, I, I'm very much confident. Manifest it. Manifest yes. the W, Brandon. Yeah. I, I'm more confident that the Bills will score special teams touchdown than I am that that there's a chance that they'll lose to Mac Jones. So that's funny. But anyway. All right. Well, we'll be back with some uh, Brando's bets right after this. So stick around. Brag him. Brag him. Ladies and gentlemen, some exciting news about Brando's bets. We have searched high and low for many of weeks now, looking for odds, looking for games, trying to put a parlay together. And officially now you can do that on DraftKings in New York State because DraftKings Sportsbook is officially live with mobile sports betting just in time for the playoffs right now. You can place a bet from anywhere in the state. I did it earlier. You can do it in the classroom on your prep period. You can do it in the car wash line. You can do it wherever you want to do. I just did it here. Um, And DraftKings, to add to this excitement of wildcard weekend, they're giving new customers a special offer that you don't want to miss. It's just a $5 bet on any playoff game and win $280 in free bets if your team is victorious. So this wait is finally over. Head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all of the great promotions and features, including the same game parlays. I love the same game parlays. John loves the same game parlays. We take a look at these combined multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs that you add, the more money that you can win. You know this. This is not new with Brando's bets. We love the parlays here. And when you bet on DraftKings, it's safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw the cash whenever you want. I like that feature. So head over to your app store now. Download DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code NABP. That is for not another Buffalo podcast. And get 56 to 1 odds on any team betting just $5 and winning 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code NABP this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for full details. You must be 21 plus and physically present in New York State. Now, if you have a gambling problem, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, which is 467369. 
Now that we can finally set these parlays up, find the odds, it's much easier. I can do it at the click of the button on my thumb. We're going to take a look at Brando's best. But let's review last week because we had our man, the legend, the faces of the franchise, Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs, cashing. Sorry, that was really loud. Cashing the overs on the receptions and the yards before halftime. So I hope some people got in on that. I really do. It was a great week of betting. Singletary hit his rushing yards. Allen had touchdowns. Diggs had touchdowns. Uh, Touchdown, not touchdowns. But (laughs) this week, we're going to take a look at a few other things. Give me Steph Diggs for any time touchdown. Give me the Bills at minus four. And give me... uh, Give me Josh over 224 passing yards. So the bet slip for Brando's bets this week. We have a three-way parlay. Steph Diggs, anytime touchdown. Buffalo Bills, minus four and a half. Josh Allen, over 224 passing yards. Nice. So we've got Buffalo, minus four. Diggs, anytime touchdown. And Josh, over 224 yards. Yep. And it comes out to be plus 425. So a $5 wager pays out 26, a $20 wager pays out 105, and a $50 wager pays out 262. Very nice. So go check out DraftKings, check it all out. You could literally play with this for so long. There's so many different things on here. Yeah. And don't forget too, you know, that offer in there is pretty good, honestly. It's like if you if you sign up with if if you're a first-time user and you sign up with code NABP, you can basically just put $5 on the bills to win and you get $280 in free bets to use in the second round of the playoffs when the bills are playing probably the chiefs, which will be so, a very bettable game. So yes, but this, this whole wildcard weekend will be interesting. You can put bets on all of our picks. I think there, uh, there's some pickable games this weekend with the favorites that we have. Um, so it's definitely going to be fun to be able to bet in on playoffs for the first time in New York state. I'm excited about it. Yeah. So Brandon, can I, uh, can I share a parlay that I've got? Yes. I want to hear yours. This is, this is your lottery parlay. This is not Brando's official bet. This is not a lock <laughs> by any means. No bet that I ever make is a lock. <laughs> I like big odds. You know me. So anyway, I've got, I've got a four leg parlay. I've got Josh Allen is an anytime touchdown scorer. I've got Mac Jones under 209 and a half yards passing. Got Devin Singletary over 59 and a half yards rushing and the bills on the money line. I like that. What are the odds? Plus 956. Wow. Yeah. That's that's your lottery parlay. I think that's worth throwing five bucks on. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. But again, that's, that's how I do it. I like small bets on long odds, but that's just a preference thing. Obviously gamble responsibly. Don't ever bet anything that, you're not willing to lose. Correct. Don't be stupid. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you guys, uh, you guys have fun at the game in, in the cold. I, uh, we'll, I'll we'll be send an my... update. Yeah. Okay. We'll check, watch for that on the Twitter feed. Cause as soon as Brandon sends it, sends it to me, I'll, I'll send it out. But... Hopefully we'll look for a happy update at the end too. I got to check to make sure my buddy Pat's alive. Yeah. Thank you, man. In one piece, you might have to wheel frozen Pat out. He's like frozen in the sitting position. Uh, stuck to the bleacher or my boy Randy is going to have to like carry me out there like Forrest carrying Bubba or well I guess <laughs> you know whatever we'll have to see but well either way you're going to be around 70,000 people who are going to be happy to be there think about it there's 14,000 people that went to playoff games last year so for 
a huge majority of people. I think if you're over the age of 35, you might have gone to another playoff game previously in your life. But if you're under the age of 35, this might be the first time that you get a chance to go. I know yeah. for us, this is uh, the first time to get in there with a the full crowd and see the full effects of Orchard Park on a playoff Sunday slash Saturday. And I'm excited. All right. Well, here's to uh, here's to many more playoff games this year. Well, at least three more. But well, boys, take it easy. Stay warm and uh, go Bills. Go Bills. What time do you think people will start coming in? You think they'll be there at the morning for a seven? I wouldn't think they'd be there in the morning for a seven oh, o'clock dude. game, would you? No. <laughs> Don't go there in the morning if you want to survive. Yeah.